Thanks for listening to the Last Days podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. Absolutely. And even when you look at it, the one that he came and was serving under, he could have been mad at Potiphar also. Oh, absolutely. And and have thought, you know, hey, you knew me. And when I told you, I didn't do that to your Mm -hmm. wife. Right. Oh, no, he still had him thrown in jail. And, listen to this, not only had him thrown in jail, but then forgot about him. Yeah. He'd been so close to him. He had been so so close to Potiphar. Potiphar had him thrown in jail and then forgot about him. And the crazy thing is, forgot about his name and everything. I mean, every, everything about Joseph was forgotten about. God had to bring it back up. Yes. <laughs> and so a lot of us, we go through terrible situations, and, and, and at times it looked like we're coming to the top, and then all of a sudden, boom, what happened? It's like, oh, you know, the rug got pulled out from under me again. And this isn't the plan of God. Well, you know, God's able to work through every situation and every circumstance. Yes. In all things, give thanks. Right. In all things, give thanks. Mm-hmm. For all things, give thanks. Mm. Oh, wow. It's a tough thing, but you've got to be a thankful person because you have the word of God that will cause you to prosper. If you don't have the word of God and you don't keep your heart right, there's no possible way that you can prosper. You'll just die. Right. You'll die with a word. Yeah. Oh, this is what God said he would do, but it never happened. That's because you didn't cleave to it. You didn't penetrate. You didn't advance Mm -hmm. with the thing. Mm -hmm. You were just aware of it, and you tossed it aside and thought, well, that word doesn't work for me. I guess it worked for that person over there, but it's not not working that way for me. I don't know why God, you know, he doesn't doesn't do things for me like he does for everybody else. Oh, there we go. And then the sad sob story. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, well, I know it works for you, and I know it works for that person over there, but I'm just not... You know, it's just not my thing. No, 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 no. Get rid of all that whininess. Get rid of that. Mm-hmm. Rejoice in the Lord. Don't whine before God. Rejoice in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Right. Joshua was another person. Were you going to say something? Oh, I was just going to say, I believe so many times it is the thing of as much as you you accept the word of God, you have to reject so many other things. Yeah, you got to reject all those limiting thoughts, all the hurt, all the 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 feelings, the all of that kind of of things. That's why it's so vital that we let our spirit man rule over our emotions. You know, just like in Third so John true. two, it says, "Beloved, I wish or I pray above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers." Your soul yep. is your mind, your will, your intellect, your emotions, all of those kind of things. So, recognizing if that's not prospering, it is affecting your body. It is affecting your spirit as well because you don't you um, don't allow your spirit man to rule and to reign and to take you in a direction. Instead, you're ruled by your emotions and they hold you back. Mm-hmm. And so as much as you accept the word of God and declare it, then you reject a whole bunch of other things. And that is very difficult sometimes because it takes so much discipline of the mind, actually. 
You're going to set your mind on what you think about. You don't let it just think whatever it wants to think. You set it on the word of God. That means that that many times you're like, no, I'm not going to think that. No, I'm not going to do that. Yes, I'm going to forgive again. Uh, I, I already forgave. I am going forward. I, I have forgiven that person. I mean, sometimes you walk through things and you've got to remind yourself like 50 times a minute, it seems like sometimes because it's such a battle. But then you start gaining a little bit of ground. And then it becomes a little bit easier and a little bit easier. And the next thing you know, it's not even your battle anymore because you have established a new pattern in the way that you think, a new way that you walk. So, you know, just be diligent with rejecting things that don't line up with the word of God. And they don't, and even things that, um, there are things that a lot of people I think have in their life that they're not, maybe they're not necessarily sin, but at the same time, they almost could be classified in the sense that you, it causes you to miss the mark. Mm-hmm. And that's what sin does. They're limiting. They yeah. are. They're limiting. They're holding you back. And everything is available to you, but because you won't just cut off those things and make the decision and establish the discipline, you miss out actually on the amazing things. Like if you could see right now the things that hold you back, they're so small in comparison to the magnificent things that God has for you. And yet, even though they're so small compared to that, that, that they're the thing that makes a difference. And actually, you being able to receive and to, and like this, we're talking about to cleave, to penetrate, to advance. They, they stall you from doing that. Yes, They hold you back from doing so that. True. And so you've got to be able to, and if you don't, if you say, you know what, I sense that what you're saying is correctly, but I can't exactly put my finger on what those things are. Ask the Holy Spirit. He's the revealer of truth. You know, we've been in different situations and sometimes you don't even know like exactly what's going on. Like you, you sense like, man, we're going through a battle right now, or this is what's going on, or I'm in a, I'm trying to help this person or this person's coming against me. Oftentimes I pray, I say, Holy Spirit, you are the revealer of truth. And I just want you to know again, Holy Spirit, I hold nothing back from you. And so anything that this person is trying to do, or I'm trying to help this person in the situation, or I'm not even sure if this person's telling me the truth, Holy Spirit, you are the revealer of truth and you'll be amazed at what he does what he opens up to and he's and sometimes he's spoken to us and he's spoken to me about about you know like a situation or something or whatever and on the inside I was like I know I'm hearing from the Holy Spirit but man my mind is struggling because it doesn't make sense and the Lord has just said to me trust me you'll see the fruit revealed in time there you go and I'm telling you every single time when the Lord reveals something, it is like no question whatsoever. And I didn't even have to get worried. I didn't have to step step out of my lane. I didn't have to waste a bunch of time. I just said, okay, thank you, Lord. Thank you that you're with me. You're with me strong. You're causing whatever I do to prosper because I am going forward and I'm going to make a difference. That's exactly right. And that's right. got to be the mentality. We reject everything else. Because we embrace the word of God, which means that we cannot mix it with stupid, stinking, limited thinking. Well, and there acting. you go. Amen. No, that's <laughs> Amen. true. That's true. We've got to make a decision. Am I going to go forward? Am I going to just stay on the same level um, as my whine and complain are at? Yeah, <clears throat> even if you feel totally justified in it. And we've all been there. And and I'm not even saying, you know, sometimes, honestly, in situations, we were right. We were done wrong or someone else was wrong or whatever. And so, you know, I remember I used to complain to the Lord because, you know, here I, I felt like, okay, I'm, go- I'm going along great. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking the word of God. I got a great attitude. I'm in faith, blah, blah, blah. And then here comes someone who says something to me, 
something dumb, you know, that, 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 and, but I get offended about it. Right. Okay. So they were wrong in what they said. And you know, I would, I would sit there and complain, Lord, like, Lord, this is so frustrating to me. You're dealing with me about, you know, how I, you know, shouldn't get upset about what they said or whatever. But I mean, the thing is, is like, they, why, why do they say that? Like, don't they realize that's rude? Like you don't talk like that. You, you don't, you don't do things like that. Why don't you deal with them? I mean, if they wouldn't have said that or done that, then I mean, I wouldn't even be, you know, having to adjust to myself. <laughs> but see, what I didn't realize is that, is that the Lord actually created probably, <laughs> or just used however you're, you want to say this or whatever. I don't want to mess up, you know, your, 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 uh, your belief system here, whatever. But anyway, um, cause the Lord is always good, but he's going to use every situation. I didn't realize that I, I was too touchy. You know, you can be touchy, feely, and you know, if everything is is peaceful and wonderful, then you are awesome. But as soon as something doesn't go your way, or it's a delay, or you know, it's the well, I didn't like the way they talked to me. Okay, well, you know what? Yeah, maybe they need to adjust or whatever. But maybe you just need to not get so hung up with things, and just just forgive and just be like, okay, whatever, water off a duck's back. I'm I'm going forward. Because see, whatever little thing is going to trip you up, that's exactly the adjustment. That's where the Lord needs to make that adjustment. So just let it go. Let it go so that you're not hindered. So that you can actually then receive and you can keep going forward. The devil is not about you going forward. You've got to understand that. And so if anything comes against you, immediately you go, you go I I'm going forward in the name of Jesus. I command every delay to go in the name of Jesus. I'll not be hindered mm -hmm. in any way, shape, or form. Father, I thank you that your word propels me forward. Your anointing is upon me to see increase. I will prosperly affect this area or this situation Amen. or this thing that you have called me to do. I will in Jesus' name. Amen. That's a, that's a powerful word right there. God, God's plan is always for us to go forward. Keep taking land, keep advancing, continue to um, accomplish the plans and the purposes of God for your life. And, and it's, not, it's different than, than what maybe God is speaking to somebody else. It's not going to be the same. God's, God's word is unique to you. Right. And you have to receive it. And you can't compare what God has spoken to you with somebody else. And, well, it's not exactly what they're doing. But you be faithful to do what God's called you to do. And God will take you further. You may have started off and, you know, uh, been, been seeing things, uh, working with somebody else that you were close to. And then God, God begins to, to pull you over, you know, in, a, in another direction and say, okay, I'm going to put this in your hand here. And I want you to advance in this area. And the other person's advancing in another area. You don't have to compare with them. You're not in competition. Just go forward with the thing that God's, God's called you to do. Right. God has something specific for you. David couldn't get upset because he didn't get to build the temple. Right. And said, well, if I'm not going to build it, nobody's going to build it. Or I'm not given to that then if the Lord's not. If I can't do it. Yeah. No, 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 no. You have to obey God. You do what God's got you doing. Amen. Yes. <clears throat> you know, when Moses found out that he wasn't going to be able to go into the promised land, mm -hmm. you know, that's what, that's what he was about. He was a right, deliverer. Right. And actually a delivery person doesn't just take something from one place and then drop it in the middle. A deliverer <laughs> actually, actually completes the delivery. That's what supposed he was to do, supposed yes. to. I mean, Moses was, they, they referred to him as a deliverer, but get this. 
He didn't finish the <laughs> delivery package. He was supposed to take Israel from Egypt to the promised land. Right. He never actually got that accomplished because of a bad attitude. Yes, that's true. Yeah, his bad his attitude. Temper. Yeah. yeah. He couldn't, he just got upset and decided instead of speaking to the rock, like God said, to smack the rock. And when he smacked the rock, the supernatural results still took place, mm-hmm. but he lost his place. He was disqualified. Yeah, he was disqualified in continuing on. Ouch. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that he knew God still had a plan because even with, even with the children of Israel who were complaining, Mm-hmm. Well, that disqualified them also. Complainers get <laughs> right. disqualified as well as right. those with bad attitudes. Right. Actually, I think complaining is part of a bad attitude. Yes. But they were complaining against Moses, complaining against God, complaining against everything. They didn't like this, that, or the other. And so God had to let them die in the wilderness. Mm. And Moses knew, and Moses had even told the children of Israel, you all going to die? <laughs> and it won't be, it'll just be your kiddos that are coming in. Yeah. That'll possess the land. And then when Moses found out, well, I'm not taking them in either, but they, I already spoke the word and they will go in, but it's not going to be me. Well, his next, his secondhand guy was Joshua. Mm-hmm. And Joshua, being aware of all of the things that were going on, mm-hmm. he had to keep his heart right. He couldn't get mad at God because, you know, the man that he was following, you know, God had rejected. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't get in full of pride either. Right. Because he knew that he was possibly going to be tapped to well, be able to take it. Yeah, and he had said from the beginning when they when they went in, no, we are actually well able to. So it's exactly. like he 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 was in faith. He got the vision for it and everything. Yeah. But, but then he, he had, had to, to keep, suffer around all these complainers for all that to, time. He had to deal with yeah what a had to deal with these people. Had to watch them die. All of the people of faith of I wonder doubt. if he was praying, die quickly, die quickly. Oh. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't either. Um, I think I would have been. <laughs> let's get on with the show here. Yeah, we're tired of this desert yeah, land we wander around in. <laughs> let's move along with things. And I'm so thankful we're not there. Anyway, God had the right people. God had the right people. Yes, because God had a plan for Joshua to move forward. Yes, to actually to cleave, to penetrate, yes. and to advance. Yes, Joshua one eight. This book of the law will not depart out of your mouth, but you'll meditate therein day and night, so that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. Mm-hmm. For then thou shalt make Saleah thy way prosperous, mm-hmm. and Saleah again, and then thou shalt have good success. It's actually the same word twice, stated in different ways. Thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. Both of them are cleave, penetrate, and advance. Let's take this people to a new level. You're going wow. in to possess a land that they've never had before. And you're going to take all of the land, a land that was divided among many different countries, many mm-hmm. different groups of people. Yeah. He said, I'm giving it all to you. No one had ever possessed all of that before. Amazing. Yeah. No one. It was. They were always fighting and everything. God said, I'm sending you into the land and you're going to wipe out the inhabitants. <laughs> yes. You're going to overcome the inhabitants. All of the other people who thought they had a stake in it, you're going to take all of the cake. Mm -hmm. You get the whole thing. Yeah. You get to have your cake and eat it too. 
And it's amazing because it, it, it tells us basically how, how he was to do that, though. The book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. So obviously you are speaking the word of God, but thou shalt med- meditate therein day and night. That's with your mind. Yes. That's with your mind yes, right like, there. It's Meditation. It's the whole engaging Amen. of like every part of it. you. Think the word. Think yes. the word. Think the word. Think yes. the word. It, engage. Engage your mind. Let it come forth out of your mouth that... And and this causes you and and of course to do it you got your actions have got to line up mm-hmm. that that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make and then of course what you said there and the notice he said Sunday. then thou shalt make thy way prosperous yes. not not God would do right. it right he's you're going to do yeah. it you're God's do given it. you the word yep. all you need is the word of God and if you will go forward with the word of God his word is prosper mm-hmm. that's his word to you yes. This is the word of God to every single person that is listening. Prosper. That is the word of God to you today. That's the command. It is up to you to do it. God will make your way prosperous, but you have to obey. You've got to cleave. You've got to penetrate. And you've got to advance. And you will have good success. Yes. Period. Absolutely. It will happen. It will happen. Yes. You just have to understand. I've got a word from God. I'm going for it. Yes. This is going to happen. Not this might happen, this will happen. Yes. 100% this is going to happen. Yes. If you don't have a made-up mind, if you haven't mm-hmm. set your mind right. on things above, you'll be convinced by other people that you can't do it. Mm-hmm. You can be, con- sorry, you will be convinced by situations that you can't do it. Right. You'll be told, there's, there's no way, this has never happened before. You, you should hear that all the time. Right. Rejoice when someone says, this has never happened before. We mm-hmm. were told that in India when we were doing crusades. Right. Nobody's ever done crusades mm-hmm. like this. You, you can't, can't do, do that, that and have success. Yeah. Oh, well, watch us. Oh, Amen. I got a word from God. We're doing it. And you know what? We saw what others hadn't seen. Right. Why? Because we had a word from God. And, and whatever it is that God is calling you to do, doesn't, you don't have to look and see, is somebody else doing it this way? Has this ever been done before? Is this a possibility? I hope it's an impossibility. Mm-hmm. I really do. Because then you understand that the word of God is going forward and something supernatural is going to take place. Something that has not taken place before. When God spoke the word, all of the worlds came into existence. Mm-hmm. Something that had never happened before. But his word is effective. Yes. And when the word of God goes forth it will prosperously affect. Another guy in the Old Testament that most people are aware of by the name of Samson, Mm -hmm. he also prosperously affected. It said that the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. That's what the the phrase is in the King James Version, came upon him. I mean, the Spirit of the Lord prosperously affected (laughs) Samson. Samson kicked some butt yes. when, when the Spirit of the Lord came upon him and caused him to prosper. Oh, my goodness. Said he went down to Ashkelon, threw, uh, slew 30 men of them, and took their spoil, gave a change of garments to them which expounded the riddle because he had given them a riddle about the, the honey and the lion and everything like that. And his anger was killed, and he went up to his father's house, and he just kept kicking butt. Amen. <laughs> Everywhere Samson went, there was a supernatural um, feat that was accomplished yeah. because the spirit of the Lord was on him to prosperously affect. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it really is. It's things like this. When we have an understanding, we can see how they even make, you know, superhero <laughs> movies. It's really, it's really actually a, a, a copy 
actually of God's anointing coming upon his man or his woman to do supernatural things and supernatural feats. And we're going to start seeing that more and more in these last days. Because there is a, there, there will be such a necessity for that. Amen. I'm in the midst of writing a book called superpower. And, um, and it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be something to strengthen the body of Christ, to be able to do the works that God has called us to do. Even young Christians, even baby Christians, yes, because that's who I'm targeting with this. And, uh, so that they can be, they can be advanced in the things of God. It's like, it's pouring, you know, whatever they call it. The miracle grow is like Quick growth Fuel stuff. on the fire yeah. or whatever. Just, just yeah. it causes rapid growth. Mm-hmm. And it's it's because of revelation that's going to come, though. It's, it's all supernatural. But let's go back to this. Okay. In 1 Samuel chapter 10, it says here, The Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, Saleah, and thou shalt prophesy with them and be turned into another man. Because when you are prosperously affected, you are not going to be like other people. You will so begin true. to speak like no one else. You will begin to do like no one else. People will say, who in the world are you? You'll be turned into another man or another woman because God is with you, not to cause you to be the same as you are. You should not expect for the same results of whatever life you have already lived to continue to be that way. Everything has got to go to another level. It's time for you to get in, to involve yourself, to go forward, and for you to lead in an area where maybe no one else is leading. Right. Maybe do some things that no one else is doing. Speak as no one else is speaking. You don't have to be an echo. God wants you to be a voice. Right. And so to do that, you have to allow the Spirit of God to rise up from within you. All of these examples were given was before people were filled with the Holy Ghost. Right. And now you've <laughs> right. got him living inside of you. You don't have to just sit around and wait for him to come upon you. God says, I'm in you, and I'm ready to do some big things. The Spirit of God's always ready to move. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wait on God. God's waiting on you. Will you just kind of get with it? Come on, let's go. Right. Let's move. Right. Let's do some things. Over in 1 Samuel chapter 16, we find it says in verse 13, Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the middle midst of his brethren. Hallelujah. It's talking about David. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. And that word where it says the spirit of the Lord came upon him, the spirit of the Lord prosperously affected David. Mm-hmm. Well, David changed from that moment. He was no longer, I mean, he looked like the shepherd boy. He still had yeah. the same looks. You know, boyish face, and you know, we actually still had the same job, even. Yeah, same smells. Is yeah, he still smelled like sheep, and and his his father still didn't recognize him, even though he'd been right. anointed. Mm-hmm. His father still did not recognize him for the anointing that was on him. Right. Because his father still gave him menial tasks. He was the he was the Uber dude of the family. <laughs> yeah. Take them, take the food to your brothers, and so. It didn't matter because the spirit of the Lord came upon him from that day forward. From that day forward, he was prosperously affected. And so he was anointed to then do great things. So no wonder when he went to take lunch (laughs) that all of a sudden something stirred up inside of him. He's going like, whoa, Uh, who's that uncircumcised Philistine over there? Yeah, I want to do some battle with that dude right there. Yes, No one else was doing that. Yeah. 
He was going to cleave, penetrate, and advance yeah, no, the kingdom of God. Nobody else even had, they didn't have that conviction. Because he said, is there not a cause? Like, well, like what's, what's happening here? That, that this, this man who has no covenant with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, it, was just, it, was on, it was on David to do that. Yeah. God had anointed him to prosper. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that doesn't just mean make money. And so it means for you to take things to another level. And so you're going to have to take out some giants if you prosperously affect. Yes. If you're prosperously affected by God, you'll be taking out giants. Mm-hmm. That's what Joshua did. That's what David did. Uh-huh. And so God will send you into an area where it looks like, oh, my gosh, this is already taken up by by entities, businesses, people bigger than mm-hmm. myself. Right. They're, they're, they've got things under control. They've got it. They, they've got it you know, all mapped out and this is how things are, but God is going to give you something and you're going to go in and you're going to penetrate it and things are going to take place that have never taken place before. People have never seen it. The apple carts, everything else is going to be upset. Everything's getting thrown out. And you're meanwhile, you're just going for it. And people will go like, how in the world did this happen? We've never seen anything like this before. How did it take place? Well, God prosperously affected me yes amen amen first chronicles twenty two eleven. now my son the lord be with thee and prosper thou and build the house of the lord thy god as he said of thee david talking to solomon and so that anointing that was on david david spoke it then by the spirit of god and he mm-hmm. spoke it to his son solomon and solomon grabbed hold of it then <laughs> and now my son the lord be with thee and salaya prosper thou yes. wow. hallelujah and Solomon grabbed it, and he yes. took it to the next level. Yeah, <laughs> David had a tent. Solomon, woo! He yeah. said, "We're building, we're building the temple of the Lord." Yeah. And then you see Solomon did that in in Second uh, Chronicles seven eleven. That's where we started off, and and we see that you know God just continues to pour forward, and and he, he does more and more and more. But you have to you have to receive the word of God, and you have to do something with it. God gives you something so that you can move with it, not yes. so that you can just ponder it, so that you can consider it, you can think about it, you can dwell on it. None of those things. You have to move with it. Yes. The word of the Lord in 2 Chronicles 24, verse 20, the spirit of the Lord came on Zechariah, and it says, he stood above the people and he said to them, thus says the Lord God, this is verse 20 of Second Chronicles 24, thus says the Lord, why transgress ye the commandments of the Lord that you cannot prosper, that you cannot salea? Because you have forsaken the Lord, he has forsaken you. So God had a plan to prosper the people. But the prophet of God says, hey, you're not going to, it's not going to happen because you've transgressed the commandment of the Lord. You have just, you've forsaken him. You've walked away from his word. Your heart is far from him. And so therefore, just because you have a word from God, it doesn't mean necessarily that that's going to work if you don't keep your heart in line with his word. Right. And so there, God is looking for pure hearts mm-hmm. to bring forth his plan. And it said here in Second uh, Chronicles twenty four twenty, the Lord, you've forsaken the Lord, and so He's forsaken you. Mm-hmm. So you walked away from God. So God just backs away completely. 
Mm-hmm. And so you won't see the, the hand of God moving for you mm-hmm. because God has withdrawn his power right. from that. And, and so I want, I want the ones who are listening here to be aware that God, when he gives you something, he expects for you to go forward with it and to accomplish great things. Yes. The power of the, the, the seed is within the seed. Yes. The power of the word of God is within the word. It's not within you. Right. You will prosper because of the power of the seed, because of the power of the word. But that word's got to go forward. You can't just keep a seed in your pocket and expect that there's going to be a supernatural provision coming forth. From right, it. right. Doesn't work that way. The seed has to be planted. It's got to. It has to go forward. Has to cleave, penetrate, and advance mm-hmm. to be able to produce the prosperity. Right. And right. so the people listening here, God's given something to you. It is powerful. It is. It is a, a prosperously effective but you have to do something with it. Right. And and I don't you know, I don't believe that sometimes people think that God has put something on the inside of them cuz you'll hear people say sometimes like, "Oh yeah, well, brother or sister, God spoke to me 35 years ago to do that." And they've still literally done nothing with it. Done nothing. Obviously, then you know, I don't know why it is that we that we think like God gives us something and we have this choice as to when we're going to engage with it. I, I, I believe that the Lord bypasses many people and just goes on, goes on to the next one because he looks for people of faith. We don't have a choice to just sit back and, and, and do whatever. If you actually realize what you have on the inside of you, who do you think that you are? That then you're going to decide whether you're going to bring that forth or not. And people usually give some, you know, dumb excuse of like, well, I just didn't, you know, since wasn't even sure of the timing or wow, that was just going to take so much, you know, effort. I mean, we've had even other, you know, visiting ministers say to us, oh my gosh, look at you guys. You actually like work hard. Uh, duh. Yeah. Cause we, we do actually take seriously that God has, has given us a divine assignment and we've got to put all of our effort. We've got to engage ourselves, our mind, our, our, we, we trust the Lord for creative talent and, and ability and anointing and everything to cause this thing to go forward because we grab hold of it. And just like you said, we penetrate, we go forward. We don't allow things to stop us, mm-hmm. but you've got to engage you you quit making excuses and i know that that you know we we have said this but especially i really feel this so strongly for the day that we're living in that you, you, we don't have this this luxury of like well i feel like doing god's plan today tomorrow well i don't today i don't feel like it uh you know dumb reasons to sit back and do nothing absolutely you have to realize the power of of the word of god that you have received yes and the command it's a command of god and, and it's not, you, you, as I was telling the people last night at the Kingdom Business Fellowship, you, you, he is your Lord. You have called him Lord. That means that he calls the shots. You're right. not in control. Right. You just say, yes, Lord, I'll do what you say. Samuel, when, when, when God spoke to him, mm-hmm. I mean, he had, to, he had to obey. He's like, yes, Lord. Yes, right. Lord. This is, this is it. Oh, it wasn't Samuel. Sorry. Yes, we went to Eli. It's like, Eli, did you call me? And Eli said, you know, after the third time, if you hear that again, you say, yes, Lord, mm-hmm. your servant heareth, okay? Mm-hmm. And, so, and so we have to do the same thing. We've right. got to receive the word of the Lord, and that'll take us to another level. 
Right. But but you've got to you've got to then act on it. You've called him Lord. He's going to tell you this is what I want you to do. It's not up to you then to be able to decide, oh, I don't know if I want to do that or not. No, no, no. You or already when, gave your life to the Lord. Yeah. You called him Lord. He is your Lord and your Savior. He saved you, but also he's given you directions. Right. And, and we, we look at Saul before, you know, who was king before David. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he, he had partial obedience. Like he kind of obeyed. But then he just decided, no, I, I don't want to do fully what the what the Lord wanted. That that seemed a bit extreme. So we um, thought he'd just sacrifice instead. Yeah, and, and then he lost the anointing. He did. And the Lord basically couldn't. Rejected couldn't, him. Yeah, rejected him, couldn't use him anymore. And so I don't know why, you know, sometimes people get to a level of success, and I guess they get a little bit comfortable or whatever. This is why we have to have the fire of God. Comfortable and cocky. Yes, yeah, and then just basic and complacent. You think this is all mine. It's a, No, it's not. God gave it to you. Yeah, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. But no, <laughs> if you don't obey, yeah. you'll, you could lose everything that God has put in your hand. Yeah, and it, it comes just down go right to through a, your hands like sand. To a, a decision that we make, a personal decision. And, and so that's why we have, to, we have to have the reminders of these things. We have to have the fire of God that keeps propelling us forth that we don't become complacent. We don't become lazy. We don't back off. Mm-hmm. Some people, it's not that they're in sin or doing wrong things or whatever, but they're not activating their faith. They're not because they faced a challenge. Because, of course, I believe, you know, we've seen this, that as, as the farther we go, there are in some ways greater challenges. And, and honestly, there's a greater responsibility before the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, he, you expect more out of your 18-year-old than you do out of your 4-year-old, of course. So why would the Lord be any different with us? Right. And that's why I think, you know, even with, with Moses, when, when, he out, when he struck that rock or whatever, I mean, the Lord had done, used I mean, he had used, he had done used Moses. I look like, I sound like I'm from Tennessee now. <laughs> <laughs> done used him. But, you know, he had done great things through him or whatever. But yeah. there was a greater expectancy and a greater responsibility that Moses had, you know, the farther he went along with Lord. You know, the farther you go along, you you should you should have greater results in the spiritual realm. I believe mm-hmm. you ought to have greater influence and the anointing and the power that you that you carry. But there's a greater responsibility, and I believe that part of that responsibility is is that you know when the Lord has has used you in some ways or whatever, that then you got to continue stepping it up. You got to continue staying in faith as if you haven't gained or acquired anything. or anything. Yeah, to whom much is given, much is required. The word says. Yes, absolutely. You got it. You have to keep advancing. There's a, there's not mm-hmm. not a stop in the. In, in the plan of God, God, right. you know, doesn't like, okay, that's, that's far enough. That's all I could think of to do with you or through you. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have any more fresh ideas today. So you're just kind of, you're kind of off for a few years. No, <laughs> God will continue to advance you. If you will mm-hmm. keep obeying, God will continue to prosper you. Yes. You'll be like it says in Psalm 1-3, you'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season. Its leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall, Salea, prosper. Yes. Everything that you will put your hand to, the Spirit of God will be upon you, and he'll show you how to take that thing to the next level, how to take this thing, because you will be anointed with that. Yes. And everything that you do, you'll find the ways of God. The ways of God, not the ways of man, but the ways of God. You'll be able to, you'll be able to know them. You'll be able to hear what other people don't hear. You'll be able to see what other people don't see. People will come to you with situations and circumstances. What do I do with this? And God will speak to you and say, this is the answer. And you just, and you know, and you help others advance then. 
Yes. Help others go to the next levels. Not just about you advancing. This is about the kingdom of God. And God anoints you to be able to see success, but to help other people succeed also. And so don't, don't limit who you, who you think you can, you can help. Well, you know, I'm only, only this type of people or, you know, whatever it might be. Don't limit your, uh, the, the way that God can use you. Right. Because it could be a whole lot greater than anything you've ever experienced. Because if, if it's, if it's supernatural, remember, remember that it's God's presence and his power and his glory that, that raises the dead even. Mm-hmm. So even if it looks like, well, there's nothing here, well, that God's not limited by nothing. Right. <laughs> no, he's never, he's never limited never by, <laughs> you know, by death. He's not limited by dry bones. None of these things, none of these things matter to God. He's a, he's a God of the miraculous. And um, Psalm 118, 25, save now, I beseech thee, O Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, send now prosperity. Send it now, God. Salea, that ability to be prosperously affected in Jesus' name. And then Isaiah 48, 15, it says, I, even I have spoken, yea, I have called him, I've brought him, and he shall make his way prosperous. I want you to understand that this is just the plan of God yes. <laughs> to prosper you, right. to bless you, and and for you to be known for the blessing of the Lord. Yes. And 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 don't draw back when people begin to even uh, speak harshly about you because of the blessing of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Go forward anyway. Yes. In this area, we have, where we are in the Tri Cities area of Tennessee, we've we've been talked about here. They call us the Bless Me, Bless Me Church, and uh, and and I'm so happy. I'm thinking maybe we might change the name, just the Bless Me. No, but uh, yeah, they they meant it as a meant it as a as a slam. Actually, it was we took it as a, a compliment. compliment. Man, that's so great to be known as that. Absolutely, <laughs> I don't, wouldn't want to be known as the Curse Me, Curse Me Church. No. Or the beggar, beggar church. Yeah. Um, the the, the I don't have, I don't have ones. church. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're, we're the bless me, bless me church. I love it. Yeah. Praise God. And we'll continue to be a bigger <laughs> blessing. So now they're the big bless me, bless me church. Yeah. And the bigger bless me. Amen. And the biggest bless me, bless me church. Hallelujah. Ah, we're expanding. Yes. We're, we're, we're going it's forward, true. getting ready to, in just a few months here, launching another uh, church, the River of Tri-Cities in Bristol. And so, uh, Another and then bless very, me, bless amen. Me, Hallelujah. And it's going to be bless me, bless me there. Hallelujah. And then we'll, we'll keep going on. We'll take, we'll take all of the cities around here. And, um, that's, that's the word though. Yes. That's the word that we've received. And so we're not just going to be average. We're going to go forward. We're going to cleave. We're going to penetrate. Mm-hmm. We're going to advance. We are going to prosperly. And we are, we're prosperously affecting this entire area. That's what we were sent here to do. In the Amen. very beginning, and when you were here, you 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 talked about, and we've seen this this already happening about the increase that would come to all of this area, businesses, even in the city, yes, yeah. and absolutely the the flourishing and everything that would take place yeah. because, um, not because we're great, no, no that was the no, word I received was, in yes. Salt Lake City, yes. walking in front of the convention center on the sidewalk. God told me when you mm-hmm. go where I send you, yes. that entire place will flourish. Yes. We will be like an oasis in the desert. And and God's plan, 
that for us is not any different actually than it is for anybody else, but we have to receive the word of God. Anybody that receives the word of God meditates on it. Like it says, makes it his own and make you make your own way prosperous. So that's what God desires for each and every one of us that whatever area we're in, whatever God has called us to do or whatever that we, we prosperously affect it. We bring a, such a dynamic, amazing, mind blowing change to that situation, to that area, to that, um, that profession, whatever it is God has called you to. That's it. It's the word of the Lord that changes everything. Yes, absolutely. It is. Last scripture, Isaiah 55, 11. It says, so shall my word be that goes forth mm-hmm. out of my mouth. It will not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall salea. It shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it. It shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it. God gives the direction. He gives the word. He just says, this is it. And if you will obey and believe the word of God, and you will follow the word, the word has directives. God sends his word. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all their destruction. There's no other word that delivers from all destruction except God's word. Jesus became that word. And, yes. and he, he came as the word of God manifest on this earth, and everywhere he went, he healed the sick. Yes. Everywhere he went, they brought all the sick to him. You'd never heard, you've never heard anyone like that. Yeah. Everybody that came yes. was healed. Why? Because he was the word and he prosperously affected wherever the father sent him. Mm-hmm. And if the word of God dwells in you, which the word of God, the Bible says that his word dwells in us, then wherever we go in accordance with his word, we can expect to see the prosperity that God has for us mm-hmm. to come to pass. But we have to know, I've got a word from God. Yes. I have a word. I have a revelation that everything is going to change now. Yes. And, and God is going to use me, but I am just a vessel that delivers the word. Everywhere I go, I'm just somebody that the word of God comes out. And so out of, I I speak the word here. I speak the word to this situation. I speak the word to this person. Mm -hmm. I speak the word, you know, in, in this area, whatever it might be, let the word of God dwell in you richly. Let it come forth from you powerfully. Let it affect massive changes wherever you go. Speak the word, declare the word, decree the word, and then work the word. Watch the word work on your behalf. Watch as God performs miracles, signs, and wonders because he has sent his word to accomplish it. And you get yes. to be one that he uses. You get to be a vessel that his word flows through and that gets to get involved and be able to do the work. And whatever you put your hands to, it shall prosper. It shall go forward. It shall be supernaturally affected in everything, not just that that builds um the kingdom of God in a visual way that everybody recognizes, well, this is definitely just something for God. But God, even as he blessed Solomon and Solomon built 
the temple of the Lord, God will build your house. He will bless you. He will prosper you. People will see the blessing of the Lord upon your life. It just won't be about the things of God, but all of that overflow will affect you and it will come upon you and you will be known as the blessed of the Lord. You will be seen as the blessed of the Lord. God's done this throughout time immemorial. He has blessed his people. Abraham was exceedingly rich. He he was so blessed. Joseph was blessed. Joseph was rich. Solomon, David, all of these men of old, and you continue on through the scriptures, you see that the blessing of the Lord was upon those who took the word of God, they cleaved to the word, they penetrated, and then they continued to advance. Till their last day, they advanced. Yes. And so I want to encourage you, Keep advancing. Don't just have one thing that you do. You just have one goal. I'm just going to do this little thing, and you know that's how God will have used me. No, continue to advance. Go from advance to advance to advance. Go from prosperity to another area of prosperity to another area of prosperity. Understand that everything that you put your hands to will prosper. And even as it said over in Psalm chapter 1 and verse 3 that, that we uh, read to you there, whatsoever you do shall prosper. Understand that that dwells in you now. God has selected you. He's chosen you to bless you and to bring forth his blessing to the earth, to the area that you're in, by you. And so just accept the assignment. He's the Lord. And you allow him to lead you and guide you and to direct you to go forward. And you'll see Salea happening in your life. Yes. Amen. You'll be prospered in every area. Amen. That Amen. was so good. So we're going to, we're going to close this, uh, this off right now. Please share this with somebody else. Yes. Um, share it on social media. Share it you know, with your own words. And um, we uh, look forward to hearing from you and how... God has used the last day's broadcast, broadcast, I hope it prods you forward, the last day's podcast to, to be a blessing to you, to encourage you, to strengthen you, um, because this is the word of the Lord, and this is just what, what we desire to do, to deliver that word. And so until we uh, come at you again, we just speak the word of God over you. Be blessed. Be prosperous. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. We love you. Yes, love you. Come see us in Tennessee. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on Donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.